Welcome to Lucy Lumen's podcast adventure. Welcome back. Today's guest is one that I was quite nervous to interview, actually. Um, he's very popular presence and he produces quality, well put together, informative, entertaining, and let's not forget funny as hell videos on YouTube. I am talking about Jason of the channel Grainy Days. I have only spoken with Jason briefly prior to this interview, and I will say it was a good learning experience having a guest on who I'm not so familiar with as my um, previous ones. They're definitely people that I've spoken to on a regular basis. They've come on the podcast and yeah, it's been sort of relatively easy for me. I really wanted to offer a different angle with this chat and discuss things like movies, music, record covers, and just general inspiration as opposed to straight up film photography chat. So I hope I've done this um, interview justice and Jason, and um, I hope it's an enjoyable listen for you guys. I was quite nervous to be just completely honest with you. Um, I reference a few things that you might want to listen or look at during or after the show. So what I've done is made a public post over on my Patreon. So it's accessible to everyone. I will leave the link in the show notes. So be sure to head over there for reference and further listening, reading, watching. Um, We talk about things like paintings, album covers that have been shot on film, soundtracks, and a few movies as well. So some things that would be good to have like a visual aid along with the conversation that we have. So yeah, head over there for that and um, enjoy the conversation with Jason, aka Grainy Days. How are you today, Jason? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Lucy. It's uh, nice to virtually meet you. Yes. Nice to virtually meet you too. Yeah. I'm really excited to um, chat with you more. And I know that the audience are yeah, really excited that um, that you're coming on. So yeah, looking forward to it. Um, how's your week been so far? It's been busy. Uh, I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to, I got, I don't know how to describe this really. I had an opportunity to make a cool, I think a cool video, but I only had about like three or four days to shoot it and edit it before it's got to be uploaded. And I've just been cramming all week. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to get this video done. And, uh, this has been, uh, one of my like few breaks from it. So I feel like I should be thanking you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been me at my computer this entire weekend and week. Yeah. Yeah. Editing. We were just talking before the recording, like how like time consuming, like editing videos is and yeah, like three or four days sounds like a lot of time to get something done, but like videoing, editing, checking everything, getting it out. Like that's, yeah, that's pretty quick turnaround. So, um, yeah, it sounds like you needed a break. So it's, it's good that you, that you came on. Yeah. You're doing me a, you're doing me a favor. <laughs> Happy to help. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to get straight into it because I have a lot of things that I want to talk to you about. And um, yeah, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I'm going to get straight um, straight into it. From what I've gathered from other interviews that I've listened to you uh, on, like um, the one that you did with Hashem and on like podcasts and stuff, you said that you kind of went into YouTube with no intention of blowing up uh, and said that it was more from like boredom at work or to get out of like a creative rut. Like that's kind of how the channel started. Um, so I'm wondering how you feel about your um, success on YouTube and kind of how widely recognized you are and, and celebrated you are in the film community. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like 
um, a sense of sort of accomplishment or did it take a while to sort of get used to? I try to, um, maybe it sounds weird, but I try to like not recognize it as much as possible because I don't want to get in my own head so much. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally, that's probably healthy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been a little strange to be honest. Um, there's like people at like whatever lab I go into nowadays, they always recognize like my voice or mm -hmm. recognize me. And that's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's really off putting. And I guess it's, it's cool, but it's, um, it's something I'm completely unfamiliar with. And, uh, yeah, I did start the channel with kind of just no intentions of like it going anywhere just to kind of see what would happen. And it, I wasn't a creative rut at the time. Um, it was very much so a job like you were describing before we started recording that, um, your uh, partner pushes all the buttons and you're over his shoulder, you know, yeah, 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 telling yeah. Him what to do. <laughs> I was yeah. the guy pushing buttons for somebody else. And so I kind of thought I need my own thing, you know, mm. that sort of thing. Um, yep. yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I've told you over DMS that I don't really look at my analytics either. And I feel like mm. that kind of helps just keep me like out of the, uh, um, I don't know what the word is that keeps me out of my own head, I guess, in terms of what I want to create and what people want me to create and that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a, a balance between, um, yeah, creating what you want to create, but not being totally self-serving and, mm -hmm. you know, creating something that's like either unwatchable or like nobody's interested in. Um, yeah. so you try and balance that with also, yeah, what people want and what's going to, uh, I guess serve them for lack of a better word or you know they're going to enjoy and um, I feel like you you pace your videos really well and I can tell that you have that in mind but you're also not compromising uh, or from what I can tell like you're not compromising anything on your end and you're definitely not compromising yourself and how you present yourself um, thanks like, I appreciate that yeah yeah oh, you're welcome um, like I feel like some people think they have to change themselves um, mm -hmm. you know, like when the, there's a camera there, like a friend of mine is trying to start a YouTube channel at the moment. And he said that he filmed himself. And then when he watched it back, he was like, Oh, I, I seemed really like unenthused. So like mm -hmm. when I did the next recording, I had to like really lay it on like, Hey guys, like be really. Yeah. And, I, and I said to him like, yeah, it does come across like that. Even if you're not like unhappy or anything and you do have to kind yeah. of like put a bit of like extra, like I know I always do that. Cause I, I mean, I'm kind of like that anyway, like. Uh, you, you've described yourself as low energy. I feel like I'm pretty high, high energy. So we're on like the different ends of the spectrum, mm -hmm. but I like that you've, you know, sort of kept how you are. Like it, it seems like an authentic uh, delivery of like yourself on the channel. Yeah. I think what a lot of people don't realize is like when you're, when you're making a YouTube video, like we do, you're just talking to like a camera an inanimate object in your office, you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to be animated because <laughs> I'm, I'm just like talking to nothing, you know? I know. Um, yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also am like dead on the inside or whatever. So, you know, that, <laughs> that contributes to the monotone, the monotoneness. Yeah. Yeah, that's your that's your shtick. So it works kind of mm -hmm. nicely. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah. So I I was gonna say to you, did do you get like recognized in the street? Like you said that you walk into film labs and people will recognize like your voice, which is is very distinct. And obviously, 
you would expect to get recognized maybe in a place like that with a, a channel that's as big as yours. Um, but do, do you ever, uh, this probably sounds like a bit of a fangirl question, but like, yeah, has anyone ever run up to you and in the streets and been like, Oh my God, like you're Jason from grainy days or has that ever happened? Yeah, actually like two, two weeks ago or something, we were out in Joshua tree for, um, this like, a uh, event. Well, first of all, I don't really go out ever. So like, I'm pretty much <laughs> at my computer or just like watching TV or something or reading, but okay. like, I don't, right. I never leave. So it never has the opportunity to happen, but two weeks ago we were out in Joshua tree and, um, this guy, we were waiting in line for breakfast or something. And this guy and a, a group of like four guys all ran up to me, um, pretty quick actually. Um, and they were like, dude, we saw Caleb from the street. Cause he's like eight foot nine or something. And then yeah, they're yeah. like, then we saw you and we, and we just had to come say hi. And I was like, Oh, that's thanks for stopping to say hi. But, uh, it was, a guy and he was uh on his like bachelor party in joshua tree with his uh, dad and some of his friends and his dad was like um my son's getting married he's uh 19 years old and um he's getting married and oh he kind of pitched it to me as like a as like a you do whatever you want with that kind of information and i was like i don't know whether to like is that a congratulations or just the way he said it was kind of like it was a bit loaded. Like. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't know which, which way to go here. So I was like, congrats, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's well, kind of yeah. awkward. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. I have a lot of very strange, like interaction stories like that. People yelling at me from the streets or something as I'm like walking my dog, stuff like that. It's um, like I said, you don't really get used to it, or at least I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. 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 I can imagine that would be really strange, especially for you. Cause you seem even talking about it, you're kind of like, oh, like, you know, you're not like wanting that uh, yeah. kind of attention. Um, and I feel like I would love it if somebody came up to me and was like, oh my God, you're Lucy Lumen from Lucy Lumen's Analog Adventures with my <laughs> like 10% uh, Australian audience. So, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, that hasn't yeah. happened yet? No, you haven't no. had someone run up to you? No, no, I don't think it will. I'm sure my, it'll happen soon. My- <laughs> My partner always jokes about it if we go into like a more sort of trendy suburb where mm-hmm. like people may be shooting film because we live in like the suburbs, like nobody's, you know, and most of the stuff we do is with our son. So it's like at the park or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but he always jokes about it. Like someone will recognize you and I'm like, I don't think so. But I mean, not that it's important, but I always like as a, uh, like a teenager, I always like wanted to be famous. Like that mm. was my, you know, like I dreamed about that. Um, like I'd love to, in a way of like, I always wanted to be in a band and oh, okay. and, and be famous or something like and that. touring like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, just wanted to be like remembered and make an impact more like not, not famous in a vapid way, like the Kardashians or whatever, like more, more in an artistic sense. But, um, so this, so yeah, this is slightly feeding I- into that now. Um, and, and it's through something that I'm doing creatively. So it, it's ticking all the boxes for me, but I just wondered if, yeah, if anyone had come up to you and I would have been surprised if you said no. Um, cause yeah, yeah. You're, you're in LA. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can, I mean, I don't think you can really get famous from like film photography cause it's yeah. such a like <laughs> a niche, a niche thing, you know, yeah. you can become yeah. like, I guess, popular in such a, like, it's such a small yeah. category, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I mean I guess that's I guess that's what I kind of mean. I guess yeah, like famous is the wrong word. Like mm-hmm. I always admired people in small um 
you know, like the underground music scene or, you know, like when I was a teenager, like someone I was friends with wrote like a music zine, you know, like, like a kind of stapled together, like fanzine about like bands and stuff. And I, I, in my eyes, like they were famous because they wrote that zine, but really like 10 people bought it, you know? Um, like, you know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of what I mean by like famous in my eyes. Like, yeah. So, and film photography is like that too. It's, it's so niche. It's like, yeah, Yeah. you're you're right when you say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, how do you, how do you feel with like having all the success you've had with your, um, with your own channel? I mean, are you kind of taken aback by like how much it's grown in the past year or so? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. It's been crazy. Like I didn't like, I didn't want to do it because I was you know, like, oh, no one's going to watch this and then it'll just be depressing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be me talking to my camera, sad. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, no one will care and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my partner really pushed me to do it. Um, Mm. And I've said this before, but I think it's important to talk about, like, I, because I had a baby and I had a really bad experience and I was pretty depressed uh, and I wasn't shooting like film at all. And that was something I'd always done. So um, my partner like tried to use that to pick me back up and it has really uh, helped. And it's given me like an identity kind of um, like outside of um, being a mom too, you know, like it it crosses over obviously, but it's nice to have something because literally otherwise I would just be like with him cleaning, cooking, you know, like when you're a stay at home mom, it's just so consuming. So it's nice to have that separation um, and have, yeah. yeah, like something to put myself into creatively and like use my brain for. Because... Have your own <laughs> projects to focus on and stuff, mm. something different. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's important for any person and then any parent, yeah. like it's not just moms, but it's particularly important, was particularly important for me at that time. And it got me, mm. like you're saying, it got you out of a creative rut. It kind of got me out of, yeah, like a sort of depressive state. And then now it's just turned into this like, thing that's way bigger than I thought it would be. And I've met so many people like, you know, like yeah. right now I'm talking to you and I remember being like, you know, I was pregnant and we were watching your videos like in, in our apartment, you know, and like, oh, yeah. you know, and my partner was saying like, Oh, we should, we should do this. Like, you know, yeah. like you, you, you have some, yeah, 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 yeah. And we watching watched- George Muncie and Matt day. And I was like, I should do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that it's just like, do people do it? You know, cause it's, it is quite, it's a lot of skills to tackle, like making YouTube videos, but yeah, Yeah. like I, um, and we had kind of gotten to the point where we had watched everything on YouTube and like in, in the film photography realm. So Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I really want to give a new, um, perspective on it. Cause I feel like we were talking a little bit before about how I don't really, care overly about cameras per se um Mm. which sounds absurd because i have a you know a film photography youtube channel but i'm more about like the end product and i really wanted to like get that out there and um and also you know um a lot of the channels that were coming up were like men and i liked all Mm. those channels but i was like oh it would be nice to see some more women because i know i i want to see that because you know sometimes it is more relatable to me especially because it's like less totally technical yeah so and And I like really a huge thank you to you and appreciate you for um, like that morning when I woke up and, and, and I saw that I was in your like favorites video so early oh, yeah. on, like that was so awesome and like so cool. And 
I, I remember saying to my partner, cool. like, oh, that's it. Like, we can just stop now because, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, like, that's that's so awesome. And I think it's good that you were, like, highlighting, and I've seen you do it before in your videos, like, highlighting female photographers, um, mm. you know, a, a, like, because you have such a big platform. And, yeah, I think that you, that that's really, really supportive. Yeah, I try to give it to, I try to give shout outs to, like, people that are actually committed to like making the videos because it's such, I mean, making YouTube content is infinite. It can go on technically forever, right? You just keep making it and you keep making it, but eventually most people burn out. And at a certain point, you just have to like commit to keep doing it. And usually to do that, you have to like actually really like what you're doing. And yeah, everyone that I, that I try to recommend it, you definitely can feel it from like their videos that they enjoy what they're doing. And, um, it shows and you know if, if you like their videos then that's all there yeah. is yeah yeah exactly that's so true yeah a lot of people kind of dip a toe in the youtube pool and then you know like they they don't yeah. get the maybe what they think they're going to get out of it straight away like mm -hmm. and then they stop and i i see that a lot and yeah. i'm like oh i wish you would like i really like those five videos you made i really wish you would you know yeah. keep going or whatever but it is it is it's it's so hard like it's yeah. it's very hard to carve out time for it or mm -hmm. if you know you've got like if you have a certain job where you like hash them you know like shooting weddings i guess then you'd have sort of time off like a oh, period yeah. of time off where you'd then be able to like do it so um yeah, yeah. but um you i wanted to talk about something you touched on before about the youtube like analytics side mm -hmm. you said you don't really pay attention to that and i was talking to caleb a couple of weeks ago and he, we were we weren't laughing but we were talking about like YouTube and uh, the algorithm and, you know, people love to talk about that. And, and um, we were trying to decipher it and we were talking about our plans for mm -hmm. the future of YouTube and we were getting real like, you know, Mr. Beast about it. And and he was saying, uh, laughing, saying how you just don't even look at your analytics. And, um, and I just thought that was really funny and kind of so you as well, like, it's like, you're like, Ugh, I don't care. And then like, but then you get like all these views. So I was wondering what you would attribute your like success to on YouTube or like kind of uh, what, what do you think it is that people are really drawn to or like, is it to do with the algorithm? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, if you have I'm any. Probably, yeah, I'm probably not the best person to ask. I kind of just started making the videos that I was interested in seeing if that makes sense. And I, yep. I still try to do that to this day where it's, um, there, there's two types of videos I can make. There's a video that I'm actually interested in and I want to see be made and, you know, I'll actually have fun making it. Mm -hmm. And then there's a video that like, I feel like I should make, even if I'm not like that into it. So yep. I like reviewed a film stock not too long ago. And it was, um, I was like, not that, into the video, but I was like, I have this film stock. I should probably make a video on it. And it turned out to not really be my favorite video. And I was like, I should just stick to videos I want to make. And, um, cause that's what I did when I first started the channel. And, uh, I think, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, I think that's the formula is just make the videos you want to make because you'll be more passionate about them at the end of the day. And it'll come through in the final product. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. I think there's like a lot of truth there. And I think people love to speculate and, and they, people want like an easy, like answer or like a fix oh, yeah. to something kind of like the way people are with like, you know, 
like diet culture or like mm. drink this and you'll get this. Like people want that yeah. kind of thing, you know? Um, mm. But I think what you're saying is like more about, and it sounds a bit cheesy, but like, yeah, being true to what you actually want to make. And I, I think in yeah. the end, authenticity always wins in a lot of parts of life, you know, mm. uh, even if it takes longer or, um, you know, yeah, I think that shows through and it comes through, like you say in the videos, like you can tell if someone's just doing something for a view or like they're jumping on a trend or, you know, yeah. So I think, I think that comes through for sure. I think that's like good advice for people if they're wanting to, to start. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like formula, you know, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no box you can tick somewhere in like the YouTube settings. That's like, promote my crap to everyone, you know, it's all, it's all just, it's dumb luck. I mean, that's what I consider my channel is just dumb luck, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, obviously, uh, we'll move on from talking about you and, and, and me, me praising you cause I don't want you to get uncomfortable, but I think that, uh, like a lot of it is, um, uh, like your humor for sure. I think that brings something different to the table. Um, and like I said before, like your pacing and, um, and uh, we talked about it a little bit before and obviously the, the huge success of like Baxter on, on his yeah. own, even like, I think people like, like that. And sometimes when, um, like my partner and I watch your videos, sometimes we'll watch them again because the first time I didn't even really, I don't mean it rudely, but I, I haven't even paid attention to your photos. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's, you. there's, uh, you- <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's Jason. And like, what's he, you know, he's going to say something funny. Mm. And then like maybe Caleb pops up or like, I'm focusing more on the personality of the video. And then like, we'll watch it again to kind of be like, okay, now I'm watching it from like a a photographic kind of perspective. So it's like getting two things. It's very entertaining, but then you also have lots of information um, or examples or like, you know, creative stuff. And yeah, there's, there's like a lot going on and I think you have a lot to offer. So it's not all dumb luck. I'm not going to let you say that. You're right. It's dumb luck and <laughs> my cute dog. And your cute dog. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the secret formula is get a cute dog. Get a cute dog. Yeah. yeah. I was saying, yeah, I was saying before I should get my, uh, my, my baby on. Cause apparently that's the the key dogs and babies yeah. people love. Yep. Um, you cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to let Mr. Beast know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask you as well. Um, we were talking before about YouTube and how much of a slog it can be like making videos. And I know a little while ago you, uh, said on one of your videos that you and Caleb, uh, thinking about doing a podcast. And I was wondering if there's been any traction on that, or if you could talk a little bit more about that, because I'm sure people would love for that to happen and would like to know, um, you know, if it is or yeah. Competing podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can have me on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we talk about it a lot. Um, unfortunately our schedules are becoming more and more misaligned this year. So it's becoming harder and harder to, um, I guess sit down and, uh, well, yeah, it's becoming harder and harder for us to like travel, get out of town and also um, sit down and block out whatever, you know, two or three hours to record a podcast. Um, yep. And also like 
if we have guests on, which we want to do, we'd also prefer to like do it in person because just over Zoom, there's always like a delay and, you know, who knows? And Yeah, yeah, totally. But sometimes that's just not possible. I mean, yeah, we'd love to have you on this hypothetical podcast, but you're all the way in Australia, which I guess would be a good excuse for us to fly over there. Yeah, uh, to do the interview. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a really, really good name for it. That is like the thing that is keeping it afloat at this point is the um, name the name yeah do you care to share the, the name or no, are you keeping not, okay that's I haven't fine told anyone okay oh wow um, so yeah it it'll probably happen it'll probably be like a video podcast i think is what we're trying to make happen oh but, okay yep yep uh yeah no it, i we haven't really like done anything towards it in the past uh one or two months yeah it'll yeah. happen okay yeah. That, that sounds exciting and um yeah i think there's always room for more podcasts like in the mm. film photography niche um because they are kind of there's a great ones but there's a lot of the the same kind of stuff so and and yeah. yeah you guys are just yeah you're really funny and you make such a good team so and i like the idea of like you say doing it them in person i think that gives a whole other level like yeah i would love to do that um you know like if i could but you know it's it's hard and yeah zoom does yeah. kind of give you that like Dis- distance and um co- like some sometimes it can compromise it especially like you say yeah delay or or like audio quality as well like if, if a person that you're interviewing's kind of not been on a podcast before or like all that yeah. stuff so yeah and video would be cool too to um give that other sort of component i think it's the artist's curse you know you want to if you're starting a new project you want it to be perfect you know i i'm a perfectionist i'm sure caleb is too mm-hmm. and like we just want it to be the best thing it can possibly be, but that takes time and energy and money and stuff. So it's just, uh, you know. Yeah, totally. I Yeah, I've heard you say before that you're a perfectionist and I know my partner's the same. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's very like kind of pedantic with, yeah, like audio yeah. or the lighting. And he's always like trying to get all that stuff to like look better or sound better or be better. And, yeah. Um, but and, and that well, that's good, but I think it's, also sometimes that can hinder you because then you don't actually Mm -hmm. just get started and i'm very like i'm quite impatient so i probably will i I wouldn't say i'm a perfectionist like at all because i'm like the content of it will prevail like do you know what i mean like that's just how i think but it's probably because i also don't have the skills to be a perfectionist so it works for me like that like i can justify it Maybe, yeah, I think, I think everyone that does this is a perfectionist to some degree. Maybe it just uh, is, maybe you're a perfectionist in different ways. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I look forward to the announcement of the podcast and hearing the name. I'm sure it's, Mm. I'm sure it's great. You got a big smile on your face. So yeah. Yeah. Um, So moving on from uh, YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to talk more about like inspiration because that's something that I talk about on the podcast a lot and really interests me with other photographers. Um, recently on the channel, you've had two videos where you have shown like album covers, like record covers um, in relation to the photos you've taken and the film stocks that you're using. Um, and I own both, we we own both those records. So I was very excited to see you with them. Um, and I was wondering, uh, is that something that you that you sort of draw inspiration from like regularly uh like do you have a, a big record collection are you a a music um fan because uh my partner and i uh you know he makes the music for the channel and we 
draw a lot of inspiration from like listening to music. We have a lot of records and I love like since I was a teenager, I've loved like going to record stores and like buying yeah. a record just for the cover even. Like the, yeah. you know, like if, if it's an if it's artwork or if it's a a photo and I've actually been planning um a video on um I don't know if you know the band Roxy Music, like an old an older mm-hmm. band. Um but they have so. okay, I'll, I'll I'll send them to you when we're when we're finished. Um but their album covers are really, really amazing. Um mm-hmm. like the the photographs on them. Uh and they have a really consistent style and I think a few of them are the same um, photographer and he's also, I started researching him and he's, he's photographed a lot of other really famous album covers like Lou Reed and stuff. And I was like, wow, "Wow, this is really interesting. Like, you know, to make a video on because we do see a lot of the same kind of, you know, this camera Mm. review or this film story, you know? So I thought, oh, that's a cool kind of thing to do. And I've been working on it for a long time. And then I saw you uh, kind of um, bring it up a little bit on your, on your channel. So um, yeah, I was just wondering if you have any thoughts on that or if it's something that that you consciously look to for inspiration. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, first of all, I think it's the coolest thing that uh, you guys do, like your own custom music, because that is oh, like, thank you. that's awesome. Thank um, you. I spend so many hours trying to like find the perfect track and everything. And if you can just mitigate that. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Well, let us know if you want anything, because um, my partner did some music for jamie maldonado's channel oh, yeah. um for, he was doing a women with film series and he wanted mm-hmm. something kind of upbeat and like synthy so i was like oh uh my partner can make that for you and he loves doing that so if you ever want anything just okay let, let us know <laughs> for sure i'll need uh, 120 tracks by tomorrow <laughs> um i don't know if i really draw a ton of inspiration from music um i really only draw inspiration from one place and that's paintings and more specifically Mm -hmm. Edward Hopper. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently started getting into like vinyl records. I, um, my mom has a bunch that she bought over the years, uh, over the sixties, seventies, eighties, whatever. And, um, I don't know. It's just, there is something to it. It sounds better. The annoying thing (laughs) is that you play like four songs, sometimes three songs, and you got to flip it. And it's like, I can't just sit down and like, z- like zone out, you know, I got to get up and get up yeah. and change it. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, like, it sounds good. I love the crackle you get sometimes mm-hmm. too from them. Yeah. It's like the oh, best. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say also like, I have definitely picked up some albums because like the album cover artwork, looks super cool. Yeah. The best thing ever is when you do that and then you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Oh, you know, isn't that just like, the best. that's so good. Cause then it's like you, you picked it just for the way it looks. And then it's also sounds good. It's like this yeah. ama- amazing thing. And then you feel really good. Cause you're like, yeah, like I, I knew, like I knew yeah. that was, that, that was like, going to be good. Yeah. It's like judging, a, like judging a book by its cover, except it actually works. You know? uh, yes. Yeah. And then it's awful on the other hand, when <laughs> it, it, I've done that like more times probably where I'm like, Oh, that looks really cool. And I buy it. And then I turn, I, I play it and it's some weird thing. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I'm like, what even is this, you know, so, <laughs> or, or like, this is just really bad. So, um, but yeah, I think yeah. it's worth, worth the risk. Like I see album like record records is uh, kind of the same way people have cameras and, you know, they, they, they like, this is a, a beautiful, you know, piece of like, you know, work that's been crafted by someone. Like yeah. I see records um, very, yeah, in a, in a very similar light. And um, like what you said about like the crackle of it and 
the going over and like putting it on and putting the needle down and yeah. it's kind of I, there's a lot of similarities between film photography like lo- you know loading the film and you know you it's have very to physical yeah, yeah 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 there's a lot of input from the from the listener with with vinyl and mm-hmm. then from the photographer with um film photography so there's yeah, yeah. nice little um kind of connection there so yeah but um do you have any like other favorite um like records that you own or like anything i know it's hard when someone asks you that because then everything that you like just goes out of your head when you're on a podcast yeah it's like what's your favorite movie you're like "Uh, like, uh, oh my god i don't know i've talked so many hours about this (laughs) yeah um i don't know the one i always listen to on repeat is uh the band lord huron have you ever listened to them no i haven't i haven't heard of them they're pretty good uh their first album is amazing like just about every song on it is uh is a banger, as they say. A banger. So, Love a banger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send them to you. Send me that band you were talking about, and I'll yep. send you uh, yes. Lord Huron. We'll do a little swap. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I love music. I probably like music more than photography sometimes. <gasps> <it's> just, <gasps> oh, my God. Um, but it, because I can't um, play music, you know, so... Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I could, if I tried, I just don't like try. Um, so I don't feel as involved in music, like creatively. Um, whereas with photography, like I can do it and it's a lot more accessible than having to like learn how to play guitar or, you know, um, yeah. like, photo- you know, anybody really to an extent can sort of, t- you know, take a photo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty not musically talented myself. <laughs> I've tried several <laughs> times, but it's like, I just, I just doesn't connect in my brain or something yeah 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 Yeah. some people have like a a gift my my partner is like um really good at like yeah hearing something and he knows straight Mm. away and he can emulate it or he knows what that's awesome tone yeah and so good for me because i'm like i play him something and i'm like i want something that sounds like this and then like you say he makes it and we don't have to troll through sites looking for music and yeah and i'm really big on like soundtracks as well to movies uh-huh. So like, you know, and I, I really like listening to that kind of stuff. So um, when we, that that was actually the first decision we made for making the YouTube channel was that like he would make the music. And then we had these like grand ideas of these hour long episodes that would be like cinematic with these soundtracks and, you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. And we do want to do something like that in the future for the channel, like make it more storyboarded and maybe not have like the, hey, so I shot this film, but just make it more like a, like a short film, I guess, but just like with, with the music, like, like a music video kind of vibe. Like, yeah. If that makes sense. Do you start, um, do you start some of your videos from like the music track up? Like you have the idea for the music before the video and you kind of build from that. Uh, definitely. Yeah. We've, we've done that. Yeah. We've done that recently because literally any spare time my partner has when he's not editing the videos. Uh, (laughs) so, so not really that much time, but, um, yeah, if he has an hour, he'll just like, he'll make like three or four songs, uh, like he That's might crazy. not, he might not like finish like all of them, but he'll have different sounds. And, uh, normally it'll be based on what we've been listening to. And then like, yeah. yeah, he'll, he'll be like, oh, he'll play it. And I'll be like, oh, this is like really cool. Like it's kind of a bit dark. It would be really good for like a night shoot. So then we'll be like, yeah. oh, what, you know, do we have any cine still, or, you know, maybe we'll shoot, you know, this at night or, um, like, yeah, like draw inspiration from what he's made and then like get a visual from that like I find music to be very yeah like I can easily turn it into a visual thing because I think about 
like, yeah, like record covers or the way bands look or dress or like a time mm. that they're from or like a movie, like something sounds kind of Blade Runnery or, oh yeah, Hell you know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love that shit. Like this is like my, like, yeah, I love that stuff. I love like collaborating with him on that more so That's- than the photography. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, no, uh, that's awesome. That's so cool that it's such a different approach to what I do. So it's like, it's, it's fascinating to, to hear different people's workflows and Mm. I've heard a few over the years and yours is like the coolest one for sure. Oh, wow. Thank you. My partner will be stoked that you said that. Um, what about you? Like while we're on the subject, um, do you like in terms of workflow for you and getting ideas for videos, do you, um, is it just what you've shot and then you make a video or do you have like a plan or like how deep do you go? Oh yeah. It's all planned for oh, sure. You're a calculated man. Yeah. Very calculated. <laughs> I have a, I don't know. It's, it's really whenever I travel, I'm like, this would be a good opportunity to have like a new location, shoot new film or do something. I don't know. Um, it'd be a waste if I didn't do anything. And so I always, like I was saying before, it's really just like whatever I'm interested in. Um, lately i mean we just got like three new film stocks announced on the same day Mm. so uh i've been trying to get my hands on like all of them but like that kind of stuff is like really cool too just to you know try out new stuff because like everyone shot kodak gold everyone shot portra who cares anymore (laughs) you know (laughs) totally yeah yeah the new film stocks are really um are really really exciting i I wasn't going to ask you about it because i feel like um i wasn't sure if people would be sick of not sick of hearing about it but you know like when something um comes out it's like literally everywhere it just it, blows up yeah yeah and like everybody's talking about it and um i mean it, it is really exciting um i saw before uh i think it was jamie maldonado posted like cine still have reached all their goals for yeah. all the films and then they're like super close to announcing like some secret like all the mystery the, the mis- mystery Ooh. thing oh yeah, yeah so um, yeah, I'm not sure by the time like this podcast is out, maybe that will have been revealed, but yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting and it, it's good for the future of film photography. Um, I think, yeah. what, what, what do you, what do you think? I think I agree. It's good for the future of film photography. Um, I think the most exciting one was the one that kind of went under the radar and that was a Japan camera hunter announced a 400 speed slide film mm. and, uh, everyone was so focused on gold and Cinestill that it's kind of just yeah yeah uh, yeah fell off, back like, seat. we don't have a 400 speed slide film like anywhere that's crazy and yeah. it's like being made new so i don't know i'm super curious to see uh where that goes mm, yeah, definitely i'm excited for new film stocks always yeah for sure yeah i think uh i did see like a couple of negative kind of comments and i spoke on a friend's podcast about this and you know um, uh, but, but overall, I think people are yeah pretty happy about it. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, um, to get my hands on, on, on some of them for sure. And definitely the yeah Japan camera hunter, um, film, that'll be really interesting to see. I don't really shoot. Uh, I've only shot slide film once. Uh, I shot like Velvia and I got it cross processed and, um, oh, wow. it looked really cool, like super cool. Um, like the colors huh. were just like, whoa, like, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was real wild. Why'd you decide to get it cross process? Why didn't you just do? Because uh, it had been in my fridge for ages, like shot, oh. and 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 I was it was literally out of laziness. I was like, I just want this like out of my life, and I, I'd have to send it away. Um, oh, so I just okay. asked, I asked my lab if they would um, 
like cross process it and they said yes so i was like all right i'll do that and i did see mm-hmm. a friend um uh matt he has a podcast called matt loves cameras and he uh he he'd done it with with some film and i was like wow that looks really cool and um and then i um i read that they did it for uh a few like smashing pumpkins videos like oh, in, interesting. In, in in the 90s um yeah like they cross processed the film and um, I think they did a few other things, but yeah. And I, I watched that video clip and I was like, Oh, I can sort of see that. And it looked really cool. So I thought it would be cool to do it as well. You know, again, with the, the, the music thing. Yeah. That's the coolest thing is like um, finding like real reference that they used back in the day when, you know, film was like the only option. I did a, uh, a video about something called the chocolate filter and um, it was super cool to go back and watch these clips. Cause I guess they used them for the Godfather and like a few yeah. other scenes. And it's like, this is, how did I never know this existed? You know, it seems so obvious that someone yeah. would have made like a Brown filter at some yeah. point. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We watched that video Crazy. and I loved, I loved that part where you were saying about um, it being used on, on, on movie sets. And um, I love like shooting. Um, I, I shot like uh, Cindy Stills, like BWXX film, mm. like the black and white film. Uh, and I don't really shoot much black and white, but I, I just love that. Like everything looked really cinematic, like, you know, oh, yeah. and, and so rich. And, yeah. um, and then I loved like researching, like what movies were shot on that film, because then I mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm now I'm shooting this film. So it's like the closest I'm ever going to get to them, if that makes sense. Like okay. I, you know, and I, I, yeah, I love, um, I find it really interesting reading about what, um, like dps and directors and like their vision and what they draw inspiration from like probably more than photography just because with photography it's it's still really interesting but it's it's limited in that you know it's just that one shot you know and it's a still image and um i remember reading an interview with david lynch um saying like because he he was like a painter i think before he was a director Mm. Uh, i feel like he does everything though he's one of those people that just can, can do everything you know uh, and he said like the painting, he was painting one day and the window was open and then the painting like flew off like the easel or something like that. And then that's how he got the idea for making movies because he was like, what if I could make my pictures move? And like, I was like, wow, that's like so cool. Like such mm. a cool like moment to have. And then, you know, like, and David yeah. Lynch is so like weird and crazy and um, yeah. like has these like, you know, like really grand kind of like ideas for things. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how you get that from that, you know, like he's so, yeah, he's I don't know, real... he's so creative that he's just so deep in that, you know? Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. He's a pretty, um, like we weird and like wonderful person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, that, it was cool to talk to you about music. Cause I've always, uh, like, I wonder that about everybody, um, mm-hmm. you know, like what, what, if they draw inspiration from that or like what kind of stuff they like. So, um, I, I was going to touch on um, painting because you, you mentioned Edward Hopper uh, and you talk about him a lot on the channel and you say that you draw inspiration pretty much. You've just said just from, from, from him, like, you don't, you're not a person that looks through like photo books or um, necessarily gets inspired by photography, would you say? Like, like in that linear kind of way. Um, mm, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> the, the tricky thing I think for photography is like, uh, when I first got on Instagram, I was like, Oh, look at all these like amazing photographers. I want to do work just like them. And it's like, you don't want to copy someone's style and, or just be like a bad rip off of it. So I think for me, the problem is like, I see other photographers doing the same thing 
I'm doing. And I'm like, I want to do that. And because we're both photographers, I can do that if I want to. We're both doing photography. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's yeah, kind of that, a weird way no, to no, look no, at that, it. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I understand. Um, but for Edward Hopper and like painting, I feel like there's a way to kind of translate it pretty easily um, to photography. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is exactly that draws me to Edward Hopper so much, but I constantly go back. I have this huge Edward Hopper book. I constantly go back into that for inspiration and uh, kind of like ritualistically kind of look at it before uh, before I go out and shoot. Like if I ever feel like I'm in a rut or something and I just need to pick me up. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that you've just got that, like you've, you've, you've dialed it into like that one yeah. source of inspiration and you're really sure that that's like what you know what you like and you're not sort of flitting between different things um like i i definitely do that but yeah that's 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 really cool and i think you can uh like i've heard you talk about on the channel i've heard you talk about like you wanting to capture like a mood in your photos or you know uh and i was um actually saying to my partner before we jumped on how you're like you're in la but it's not like your photos don't look to me anyway. I mean, I've only been there once. So maybe this is completely like wrong. And like, this is an, an outsider's perspective. But if I think about someone like, like maybe Willem, who's now in LA, it's a bit more sunny and like LA looking. Whereas like your yeah. stuff is kind of more like overcast, kind of moody sort of, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like than than what I would expect and what I sort of see from uh like LA and from when I was there it's like it's yeah so I find that sure. interesting yeah. that you've captured um that like that place in a different way to yeah someone like Willem or a lot of things I see on Instagram that are very like LA that makes sense. okay yeah for <laughs> sure I mean I, what are you looking for when you go out and share are you you're looking for a mood but maybe like a different mood yeah I mean I I'm I'm looking for like I'm pretty much just thinking about composition. Like I was going to say to you, actually, um, I don't know if you're familiar with David Hockney, the painter, if you've ever, he's like I, a Brit British. I've heard the name. Yeah. yeah. He's like an old British guy. I'm pretty sure. I think he's still alive. Um, yeah. Very, he's like re really, you know, like prolific. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll send you it afterwards. We'll have to like do a little okay. swap, swap of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really, he did these paintings of um, a couple of uh, swimming pools and they're really simple really colorful and really simple and the composition of the painting is yeah like kind of cropped in and um it's just like the diving board and the pool so it's oh. just like blocked colors um this is probably a terrible thing to be explaining on a podcast you know when you start <laughs> yeah. explaining something on a podcast and it's like there's no visual aid yeah um yeah. but yeah but um so i get a lot of inspiration from his like paintings even though i don't paint um just purely because of the the way he's like color blocked them and like the composition mm -hmm. of them. And like, they're very simple. And I, mm -hmm. I like a very like simple, yeah. Like getting, you know, um, like is isolating a, a subject to kind of, yeah. Making it look kind of abstract. And those yeah. are all the things I, or like, you know, and sort of like looking for like a minimal sort of composition. Um, yeah. Like I rarely will be trying to get everything in frame or, um, like yeah. I don't like it when anything looks kind of messy, if that makes sense. Um, oh, it's always yeah. so hard to talk about your own 
work isn't it just like the the, the worst yeah, like it's so- <laughs> you, just, you can never find the words to describe it you know yeah you're just like oh um but like i don't even understand it myself you know yeah yeah it's often it's better when somebody else does it because then yeah. you know they're like a little bit removed and then you they they put it better yeah. and you're like oh yes that's that's what i'm trying to do so yeah exactly yeah, um yeah like i'm not necessarily looking for a mood i mean i like to shoot in like midday sun which is like mm-hmm. you know um just goes against every single yeah it's like the antithesis of what i like to shoot yeah yeah yeah, pretty much yeah yeah but i really enjoy that (laughs) like um but i like that really bleached you know Mm. like sun drenched kind of i guess if there was a mood like that would be my mood because like that's what it's like here most of the time and i like the way that creates really harsh like shadows on things and um yeah just like the vibe that i get like looking at those kind of photos like they just ooze like warmth and and just you know pops. Yeah, yeah and then the colors pop and i just <clears throat> feel yeah. like a lot of people have visited from overseas to australia they say how like the sun is just so you know they're like wow it's like you know i mean that sounds silly but like yeah it's just so it's so bright and yeah i really like kind of capturing that i guess as a mood whereas i feel like your mood is more like moody in that it's um yeah like it's it's it looks like it's kind of like cloudy or overcast or it's more sort of uh I yeah, don't, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I don't know how to describe it either, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but that's okay. I feel like we know we know what each other means, yeah. and I'm sure I'm sure everybody listening, you know, is familiar with like your your photography. So, um, but yeah, that's I like that you get the inspiration from um, from painting, and I think people think that they have to look at photo books or own photo books, and yeah. that's where they, they they feel like that's the right answer to like inspiration. Um, and yeah, it doesn't mean you have to know all of the photographers, you know, uh, names and what they did and all that. Like you can get inspired from like anything really like, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like to flip through photo books. It's just not like the thing I really draw inspiration from. I like seeing other people's work, but at the end of the day, it's, um, I'm, when I'm out the door, I'm trying to create, I'm basically trying to take pictures of Edward Hopper paintings yeah that's yeah the simplest way to describe it yeah yeah that's really cool that's a very like yeah interesting um like uh tagline for your like photography like that's that's what you're trying to like yeah. embody yeah um another uh i wanted to talk more, more about um inspiration if you're not sick of it yet um you work in the movie industry is that correct i used or, to in a, you yeah. used to okay yeah yeah um i wondered uh what you think about movies like dune and oh, dune, dune you guys say dune we said dune dune, dune uh and <laughs> um and like the batman that have been shot on i get confused with this but it's been shot on it's shot digitally and then to film and then back to transfer back to digital yeah. to, to like get a certain uh look I, I we watched a lot of um youtube videos after we saw June at the cinema. Um, yeah. but I've kind of like, I feel like I didn't absorb properly all the information. And then I've read okay. some articles on, um, the Batman and how they shot it and why they decided to, you know, do it that way. And I was just wondering, you know, what do you think of that? Do you like that style? Um, and do you think that that's something that we're going to see like more often in, in movies? I think, um, I think it's super cool. I'm really into it. I think the reason it's just one guy. It's Greg Frazier. I think the, uh, director of photography that shot both those movies. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of like becoming his signature process. Um, but I think the point of it is 
shoot having the flexibility of shooting digitally you know you can do multiple takes you're not you know spending money every time you roll the camera and then um kind of post-processing it with real film to get sort of the softness of film and the definitely the grain i think those are the the big two that they're looking for um i think it's a super cool process i would love to learn more but i think you know the whole thing's kind of under wraps for the most part it's it's cool i'm excited to see more of what uh more of what that dir- uh, director of photography greg fraser does yeah i'm also like in love with any movie that's just shot on film from the beginning because <laughs> it just looks so good oh my god i know i literally will watch anything that's shot on film like it could be absolute yeah. trash and i will just through <laughs> it because i'm like just enjoying the fact that it's been shot on film that i appreciate like the dedication of the person that they've decided to do that yeah. And it just looks so amazing and it gives everything like a whole kind of new, um, but yeah, it just, it just, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, I, I often check the Kodak shot on film, like on their website, they have all the movies listed that have been shot on film. Um, some of which I was like, oh, I was surprised by that. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was, you know, shot on film. Um, and I've watched a movie, uh, it was a couple of months ago now, um, I've been meaning to talk about it on the channel. It's called, um, it's a movie called Zola, like Z-O-L-A. And mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a weird movie. It's like about this like stripper from like Atlanta. And she, it's based on a tweet, like a series of tweets and like an, oh. argu- an argument that happened on Twitter between these like two strippers. It sounds like a really bizarre mm. plot for a, a movie. Um, and it probably wouldn't, I don't know if it would necessarily entice me if someone explained it to me. But um, we just watched it because it was shot on all on 16 millimeter. Um, the best. So I was like, I oh, cool. I, and oh, my God, yeah. it looks like oh, it looks so good. Like yeah. the colors, just everything. And it really, really added to it's quite like a chaotic movie. And and then like half of it's kind of shot um, like in like the daytime and it's very like pastely. And then like the nighttime was like really vivid and um, yeah. like really grainy. And like they just used color and like you know the the fact that they shot on film like they used it as almost like a another component of the story and a way to convey the story like it was everything was like existing together in this like cohesive thing between like the cinematographer um Mm -hmm. i think her name's ari wagner she shot something else recently that was quite like sounds familiar popular yeah. yeah um anyway amazing and there's an article on um kodak's like website and like an interview mm-hmm. with the cinematographer and um she was talking about like choice of film stock and they were saying how they actually um the director said she drew a lot of inspiration from william eggleston's um oh, yeah. photographs and i was like oh wow like i could i can see that like the use of red and like yeah everything was quite yeah it just it was it was just amazing and it added a whole nother thing to the to the movie so um yeah mm-hmm. i love like anything anything shot on 16 millimeters like super cool yeah, I think it's the perfect format. It it mm. adds so much texture to your to your image, and like thirty five looks good too. But I think it's me for just my personal taste. I want to see that grain if it's shot on film, you know. Mm, so yeah. thirty five is just like a little too big, I think, in some cases. Um, but uh, yeah, sixteen is like the the perfect the perfect format. I think. Yeah, definitely. I agree. It's really cool. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, and you liked like the Batman and and June like as movies, like you 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 were into them. Uh yeah, I really. They're both uh, favorite movies of mine. Um, yeah, 
I actually worked on the Batman for a second. So. Oh, wow. Um, really? Yeah. So. Oh, that's it, cool. I didn't know like that. A, it was a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's very, very, very cool, Jason. Um, I wanted to ask you another movie question. Uh, I, when I was doing the research for this interview, mm. which I feel like kind of ends up like you're stalking someone because you like, when you're going to yeah. interview them, you end up like looking through their Instagram and like everything they've ever done. You're like trying to mm. absorb. So I don't want to like ask the same questions that like everybody else has asked. I actually appreciate asked. that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, when like, cause I, I have people that I really like and then I'm, I listen to everything and then they always start the same and you're like, Oh, yeah. like I wish you would ask this. Or, so I tried to sort of diversify um, cool. the conversation a, a little bit. Um, but I, when I was watching your interview with uh, Hashim of Pushing Film, I think that was like a year ago, maybe. I can't remember. My child was also screaming partly through some of it, so I couldn't hear all of it. But um, I think that uh, you guys, he was talking to you about movies and like what movies you like. And um, yeah. he brought up Paris, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that you said that you hadn't seen it yet. So I was wondering if you have seen it since then and if you have, what do you think? And yeah, do, do you like it? And let's talk about Paris, Texas. I haven't seen it. You still I haven't, haven't seen it? Time. Jason, no. <laughs> I thought that you would have seen it. I was like, oh, he's had plenty of time. He's definitely watched it. I know. It was a pandemic. Uh, like I was spending all this time indoors, but no, I uh, still haven't watched it. Do you know if it's on like a streaming service or something? Maybe I can just, I'll watch yeah. it tonight. Okay. Oh, now you feel really like under, <laughs> feel under, pre under pressure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hashem's going to come beat me up because I told him I'd probably uh, I'd yeah. watch it in like the next couple of days. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be checking back on you. Um, no, no, I'm not. It's it's hard. It's like when someone gives you a book, they're like, oh, oh, you can borrow this book. You're like, thanks for that. Thanks for like dumping that on me. And now yeah. I have to feel like <laughs> I have to read this book. <laughs> I really want to watch it. I just, for some reason, it's not the first thing I think of. When I, when like I sit down with Monica and I'm like, let's watch a movie, you know? Yeah. Well, I will warn you that it's quite, it's quite a, it's a very slow burn. So oh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes that bothers people. I'm a real, like, I love watching like really like super art housey for the sake of being art house movies that are like okay. super slow and like nothing happens <laughs> and like, it's really confusing or yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. Or it's really depressing and everybody dies and just the worst things happen. And my partner's like, Oh my God, like, do we have to keep watching this? Can't we just watch like a normal movie on like Netflix or something? Like, do we have to suffer yeah. like this? You know? Do you so, have like a good example of something you watched that you really like? That I really liked. Um, yeah. That's super art house where you're like, why does anybody um, like this? But I love it. Yeah. Um, there's we, we watched this movie. It's probably quite like it's probably quite a controversial one to like bring up. I'm not saying I agree with anything that was happening in the movie, but it was very strange and very odd. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was it's Australian. Um, it was called Sleeping Beauty, like obviously not the okay. Disney version. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it was shot like really, really nicely. Um, I, I, I won't go into like what it's about. So I'm not sure if it's like appropriate uh, for the the podcast um and people listening but um yeah it was it was it was very 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 strange um mm. and yeah like very very art house and i did think it had some sort of failing points like plot wise because they left a lot of stuff out and and there was very little dialogue um but another movie that i watched um and actually i wrote a review on it for a friend's like zine is uh this movie called the killing of two lovers and it came oh, out came out like a year ago and I we were 100% sure it was shot on film like we saw it at the cinema and it uh -huh. looked so like grainy and 
like we yeah. were and it, it had a I can't remember what the aspect ratio of it was, but it had like letterboxing on the side. Like it was very kind of, um, and I was like, yeah, this is hundred percent been shot on film and looked it up and it wasn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 they, yeah, they did. They did a really good job though. I don't know what they did, but it looked amazing and really cool. Like really cool, like camera angles, super tense, uh, starts off really heavy. Like the, the, the first scene is like, whoa. And then there's like another hectic scene at the end. Like I love like a, you know, like in drive, you've seen drive, like the elevator scene where he just goes nuts and like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like stuff like that. Like I really, I'm probably sounding like an awful person, but like, I love like a, a scene like that in a movie where it's been like a slow burn and, and a build up and, and like nothing's really happened. And then something really like just comes and in like that. And somebody just kills a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sounding so evil. Um, yeah. No, I, I like, like, I like that kind of payoff. I like a build up. Like I feel like now when I watch newer movies, it's very, um, you know, everything yeah. happens so quickly or like the trailer just gives you everything now. I feel and I'm like, can you just yeah. leave, leave some stuff out? Because I feel like I don't Please, even need to yeah. see this movie because, you know, so, um, yeah. But uh, well, I feel like I've gone totally off track with uh, have you, with, have, with my question. Sorry. Have you seen uh, Darren Aronofsky's movie Mother? Yes. And I heard you talking about that when you were yeah. uh, when you were with um, talking with Hashim. And I yeah. came over to the TV and I like yelled at you because... Um, I, I like, that's one of my most hated movies of all time. Oh no. Yes. Why? And, I, and I was like, Jason, no, I started, <laughs> I started the movies. Um, okay. oh no, it just drove me insane. Like it drove it- me insane. I, I, I was so like frustrated yeah. and so like stressed out and, <laughs> but like, I didn't see the point. And I knew that there was this like big overarching kind of, uh, um, meaning to it. It's been a while since, since I, since I saw it, but, um, mm-hmm. I just, I just felt so like, and for her, like, I just wanted her to just get, get out of there. Yeah. I found him really annoying. Like very, mm-hmm. I remember thinking he was really arrogant and I remember going on some kind of like feminist rant after I saw the movie, but I can't remember what the point of it was. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really, I hated it. And somebody actually asked me about it a few months ago and I told them to like, not, I was like, don't, don't watch it. Like, like don't oh. watch, don't don't watch that. Um, I, that movie is very hit or miss for a lot of people because <laughs> yeah, there's some really very is. like messed up things that happen in it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it sounds like it wasn't your cup of tea either. It definitely wasn't. No, um, no. But you said it was shot on film, right? I think. Uh, I think it's shot on sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I didn't know. I I I, I didn't know that, and maybe that would have. Um, <laughs> what a swayed your decision. <laughs> Saved it a little bit, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just and I feel like the way she feels when everyone's coming in her house and like mm-hmm. taking over is kind of how it feels to have a child in your home because they just take, they just pull everything down and oh. they just slowly just take away everything you have and like pull, okay. you know mm-hmm. it's like this chaos. Like yeah, so I'm I, not- so I actually like that. I, I understand like it was pretty the plot was kind of confusing but I was like this feels very surreal and I like that I'm curious to see where it goes and then it kind of goes crazy off the deep end in the last like third of the movie or something and I was like this is awesome nothing makes yeah. sense but yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah totally yeah I know what you mean and I can see that appeal for sure but for me um it yeah no it didn't it didn't yeah. it didn't hit to be in fair, that way I have to be in a mood to like watch that. I, it's oh, yeah, like yeah. one of my favorites, but I cannot just like be having like a good day and be like, yeah, I think I want to ruin it. Put you know? mother on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a time and a place. And yeah, sometimes 
like with movies too like it really depends like on your um on your mood like mine's changed a lot since I since I've had Luca like I can't watch stuff that I used to watch because yeah. I feel a lot more sensitive towards things whereas I used to just be like this kind of totally like, emotionless like yeah just like bring on all the like heavy stuff so that's yeah. definitely lessened like becoming a parent so uh yeah. but yeah you need to watch uh you need to watch Paris Texas because I feel you will you will like 100% draw a lot of inspiration from that movie mm-hmm. um the use of color like uh, this the storyline as well it's not just a movie that looks really good the soundtrack is um by like Ry Kuda um like it's all okay. guitar like just you know sparse kind of guitar stuff that that yeah. really suits it uh she's amazing whatever her name is um she's so cool uh mm-hmm. like really very iconic like female kind of character uh, it's yeah it's so good and like yeah the use of red and that's like a really big thing for me i love like looking for like bits of red out in places and you know using that in my photography so yeah you will uh you will love paris texas well you'll know i watched it when i upload a video called i finally watched paris texas <laughs> or something <laughs> have you have you ever shot uh fpp retrochrome no i haven't because i can't find it like anywhere oh. like to get here sometimes it's hard for us to get stuff okay. like, uh, like like sent or it'll end up being like super expensive as the shipping yeah. but but i've seen you um like shoot it and i, I would like to yeah well just because you were saying you're like you know looking for like bits of red and stuff and i was like that's the film stock to shoot red stuff on mm. it just looks so good for some reason yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah i'll have to um track some down or get someone to yeah uh um find <laughs> some yeah um so i wanted to talk a little bit about Blade Runner as well because I know you have the soundtrack of yeah. the new one on vinyl yeah. is that right yes let's get yep. into it let's do it <laughs> love, I love that movie yeah yeah do you uh do you prefer the new one or the original or do you, can you choose like I've seen the the new one way way more I had to write a really? paper in college about the original and I just remember I, watching it for the first time and being like this is so boring but now I have like a respect for it because it's it was so original for its time and everything and then mm, the sequel yeah. came out and i was like wow that's like a rare occasion where the sequel's kind of better than the first one mm. you know yeah i think they did a really good job with the with the mm-hmm. um the sequel for sure i saw it at the movies and admittedly i haven't watched it again because i'm more uh-huh. i like the original uh oh, okay better but i think because i that's my 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 dad's favorite movie so oh, okay. i watched it a lot as a child i guess and as a teenager mm-hmm. so um and i i read the book um like in high school and yeah it was very attached to yeah. that movie um and then yeah the sequel came out and i was a bit nervous you know when you get mm-hmm. it's like when you really like a band and they have like their first album yeah. really good and then they release another album and you're like oh what if it's really bad um mm-hmm. <laughs> but i thought they did really well with the sequel like uh they really nailed the like the atmosphere and I th- yeah. yeah just just the whole look of it um but they and they didn't um kind of copy yeah like, it's yeah totally it wasn't different. a direct copy yeah. it was a different interpretation um mm-hmm. and it's the same guy that did did june right yeah 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 he seems to be good at taking something that's been done really well or well, maybe, maybe not really well in the case of june but you know, and then like you bringing his own vision to it. Um, I've read some interviews with him and it's like wild, like his whole sort of, I don't know how he, people can come up with that stuff or, or it's such a big yeah. project. Like I would be so nervous to take 
both of those yeah. things on, like yeah, the anxiety sure. would just like eat me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even know where to start. Honestly, uh, you'd probably, I, I think I would probably just learn to hate the project by the end of it. You know, I'd be so like nervous about getting it right and everything that it would just consume me to the point where you can't, you, you just can't watch either one anymore. Mm, yeah yeah totally yeah yeah it's um yeah it's 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 amazing uh like both of those both of those films are amazing and um yeah I love uh like I'll have to re-watch the new Blade Runner again um we keep saying we should um well we wanted to watch like the original and then the um the new one like yeah. back to back I feel like that could be a cool yeah I do have like 12 hours because <laughs> those <laughs> yeah. are long movies yeah 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 I know yeah we we definitely don't have that uh amount of time at the moment but um yeah, I um I'm a huge huge Blade Runner fan and um I have the yeah, I have the soundtrack, the original soundtrack on oh, vinyl nice. as well and that's um yeah, that's really cool. Do you have any other uh soundtracks that you really like that you can think of? It's totally okay if you can't. I know it's hard to like yeah. move, move movie soundtracks that you You know the you know the movie um I really like Interstellar's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, the movie Three Hundred had a really good soundtrack as well. Okay, I can't That's like f- re- recall that soundtrack. I'll have to. It's very. I mean, it's a movie about like guys going off in a battle, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's yep. very like it'll pump you up, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the only two that come to mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. What it's about hard. you? Um. The, yeah. Pretty much like Blade Runner. Um. Like the Paris Texas. Um. Soundtrack's really good. Mm-hmm. um and I, I have um halloween um i have oh, that yeah. like which i think is you know it's really cool and it's a cool it's like a picture disc vinyl um oh wow so it's like a cool thing to kind of uh yeah to kind of own um and then i can't i yeah it's really bad i can't like think of anything because i'm having like you know podcast um it happens an- an- anxiety we, yeah yeah where you're like ah, i'll have to I'll, I'll message you some more um because yeah. i have them on the shelf but i really like I do like listen to a lot of ambient sort of music, like from like Brian Eno. Um, he may, he does, he does do soundtracks for movies um, and like TV shows and stuff like that. Um, and he has this series uh, of ambient works and there's like a, um, it's one of them is called music for airports. So it's like music that he would, you know, think that they should play in an airport. And then the, um, there's one called Apollo and it's supposed to be like ambient sounds of, like the moon landing yeah. um and it, it's really it, yeah I, I think, I think that sounds just, cool yeah i think you'd like it um we we often put it on to like sleep to and um there's oh, a yeah. cool little like bbc documentary about him making it and how he came up with what what was the sound gonna be so he like you know did a lot of research and he interviewed the people that you know like did the moon landing and what sort of music was popular at the time of the moon landing yeah. and i think he said it was like a lot of country so he's got these like country sounds but in this like very atmospheric like ambient kind of music and it's a really cool you wouldn't really notice it unless you knew that but it's just yeah I just love when people can like have an idea and then like somehow they make it into like yeah like like music or sounds it's kind of sounds rather than music per se but yeah Brian Eno um Apollo it's uh part of yeah his like ambient works I think you would um you would enjoy it and sometimes ambient stuff's good for like background if you're trying to think you know because then you don't have like 
beat a beat or a lyric to get you like distracted you know yeah that's exactly what i i used to do i used to listen there's it's kind of a weird combination but there used to be a uh, website that would combine like the sound of rain with like the los angeles police scanner so you'd be hearing about wow. like like a double homicide or something and but it's like <laughs> raining and you're like this feels like blade runner this is so cool yeah that yes oh my god that sounds so cool i love that that's like so niche like it's such yeah. a you know like <laughs> yeah it was it was strange for sure but i put it on like while i was working and mm. yeah you just get into like a mood and you get a lot of work done or something i don't know yeah 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 for sure yeah okay all right um so I could just, I could like, as every guest, like I could literally just keep going, especially about movies, but um, I'm going to mm-hmm. move on to some listener questions because um, I had an overwhelming amount of listener yeah. questions. So I'm sorry I couldn't ask everybody's question, but and uh, a, a sort of repeating one from the um, Australian film photography community, uh, namely Hashem and also uh, another guy who goes by Shutter Slaps on Instagram said when are you coming to australia and i feel i have to i have to ask you that you know i'm booking my ticket right now (laughs) uh i don't know i'd love to go to australia and i just i feel like there's so much to see over there uh i don't know i don't have an answer to that that. yeah yeah yeah. i think people just want some hope or want to hear you say that, that, that you would love to come to australia so when i do i will hit you guys up do not worry Definitely. Yes, please do. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Another question from, uh, at Campbell underscore beans. If you could only, (laughs) if you could only shoot one stock that's still made for the rest of your life, what's it going to be? That's pretty hard. How does anybody answer that? I guess Kodak gold. I love, I like Kodak gold a lot. Mm, yeah you said that for um you sent me those like shots yeah. for, for my video and you said yeah gold was your favorite yeah like i could work with that the rest of my life if i mm. had to yeah yeah you? mine would be ektar for sure 100 percent. oh really shoot ektar just all the time i just don't because it's, mm. it's quite expensive so i try and shoot it when i'm like oh this is you know it's not just like a uh roll through a point and shoot when i'm out you know yeah. like i'll save special yeah let's so try and or if i'm gonna put something on my like print shop i'll you know shoot ectox i feel like it it prints nicely and yeah so yeah but yeah hmm. no gold that's good um okay and one more listener question uh from um nirav he's a big fan um of yours and i speak to him uh regularly on instagram um how do you craft your hilarious one-liners or are they improvised yeah um it's kind of a mix of both uh, it's like stand-up comedy. So when I do the talking head segment, I have an outline of kind of what, like talking points I want to hit and maybe some like, I don't know, bare bones ideas of like what a joke, a funny joke would be or something like that. But there's a lot when I'm actually, um, recording, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, in, in the moment kind of like, it would be funnier if I did it this way or like whatever I'm feeling, you know, cause you can write it out one way. And then when you actually come to say it or something, it it's completely different. So, um, you just gotta, I don't know it, where does it come from? I don't know, but it just, it's half written, half improvised, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of what I, um, what I thought, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And you do such a great job with your, 
you know, your, your delivery of them. Um, and I know what you mean. Like, yeah, when you write stuff down, it's uh, even like I script all my videos because I struggle to, otherwise I'll just keep, I'll keep rambling. And then it's like, we have to yeah. edit all this like shit out that I've said. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stick, stick to, <laughs> um, you know, like this, 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 and this, but I, yeah. you know, it's a rough sort of guide. Um, yeah. and then sometimes I'm like, oh, that doesn't really work. So like, I'm going to change it. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, cool. So those are the listener questions. And now for the fun part of the interview, the speed round, um, sorry, answer as quickly as you want to, but you seem like you're more of a man of few words. I feel like I have spoken more in this interview than you have. So I'm sorry. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I love to talk. Um, okay. So Taco Bell or in and out Taco Bell. Yeah. Usually it's a pretty bad. Oh, this is a speed round. Usually it's a no, late, it's okay. late night drunk decision, but Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell. Okay. All right. I've never had Taco Bell. We like got it here like a few years ago. Um, but I don't think it's the same, you know, when they try and do something in another yeah. country and then it's, it's not really the same. Um, and yeah, I, I had in and out when I went to LA, I don't really like food like that. Like I'm pretty healthy. Uh, okay. yeah, but, um, but I went there cause I w- really wanted to, to be in there and like take photos and you got it. You, you know what it. I mean? Like it's yeah, just so iconic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, contacts T2 or Yashika T4. Lately the Yashika T4, if I'm being honest. Really? It's the lens. It's just the best. Have you used yeah. one? No, I've never used one. And I like lost it after one for so long, hmm. probably like 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So they were a lot cheaper. But to me, right. it was still really expensive. And um, yeah. that's how I got the Nikon L35 AF uh, mm-hmm. because that was always on the list of like, you know, you can't afford. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I found it at a market for like 40 bucks and um, oh. which, which now is, you know, really good. Um, and right. I, I love that camera. So that's like my favorite point and shoot, but um, I, I wanted a Yashika T4 for so long. Like, cause I, that was back when like, you know, m- more when like Terry Richardson was popular and that um, whole kind of like, and like I was reading like Vice magazine and just that look yeah. with the flash. Like I loved, mm. I loved that. So, but I feel like I get that with the, l35 af and that has a pretty like good you know lens as well so um, yeah nikon i love their stuff to death mm, yeah i wish uh they made more uh more point shoots overall Mm, yeah for sure yeah definitely um okay i i feel like we've already answered this one the original blade runner or blade runner 2049 yeah 2049 you're in the 2049 camp uh road trip or plane trip road trip i hate flying i'm so over it you used like when I was a kid, like hopping on a plane would, uh, you know, it'd be super cool. I don't get to go to the airport. It means I'm going somewhere new. It's exciting. It's, you know, not everyone has this opportunity and that's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it, it'd be exciting, but I don't know. I think I've just flown too much in the past two years that I'm kind of just so over it. It And I'm like five eleven. I'm not the tallest, but like, I just feel like cramped in there, you know, yeah. constantly. And it's so uncomfortable and gross yep. and everything. It is. The whole experience is, I, I agree. Like people are like, oh, it's so exciting. I'm like, no, this is like the absolute shit part. part. And then yeah. you've got, and then you've got the like aftermath of that, of like trying to recover from, <laughs> and so you yeah. lose like a day or two maybe yeah. because you're like jet lagged and you feel like shit and you're dehydrated and it's yeah. so great. And you're just sitting for so in the food. It's just like I literally could just go on. It's it's it there's nothing like 
magical about it really i mean you know, yeah like <laughs> plus if if you're into photography like we are you go on a road trip you can stop wherever you want and totally. you know, you'll find things along the way too it's yeah yeah you can better. you can like look out the window and you can see things along the way so you're adding right. to your, your trip whereas when you fly you're just like bypassing all this stuff and yeah. just getting the end yeah oh we, yeah. Hate, we hate flying we've totally ruled yeah. out finally something we agree on we agree <laughs> But you still have to come to Australia though. And that's like a long, okay. a long flight. Yeah, so. I can't drive there. Good, good luck. <laughs> I take a boat at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh Mamiya or Laika. Mm. I thought it would be hard for you, you know. I feel like an ass, but the Laika. Yeah, that's okay. I, it, there's something to it. I don't know. <laughs> Use one sometime and you'll understand, you know? <laughs> I know. I've got this, like, reputation for so my friends call me Lucy Lumen like a hater. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, I did it more as a joke because I feel like sometimes it annoys, like, older guys on, like, yeah. face, Facebook or whatever if you say something about it. But, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm sure. I don't, yeah. Like, I'm sure if I used it, it would be different. Um, I think we also sort of tell ourselves, not lies, but. Um, if you can't afford something, you sort of make it seem yeah. like you don't want it uh, or yeah. like you come up with reasons why you don't need it. And then if you could afford it, you would come up with reasons why you, you know, or if you want it, why then, you then need you would, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Caleb's video that he made about like, he's like, you know, like, um, he was sort of touching on those points of like, it's all about your own psychology and, you know, whether you want to pay, yeah. pay that or if you, if it's worth it to you, like it's totally dependent on the person. So it's just the best part is it's so easy to like shoot a roll through that. I don't know what it is. You just, I just go through rolls faster on that camera than any other camera. Okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I get that from, uh, um, I've, yeah, I've never even like seen one. So, but, uh, in the William Eggleston documentary, yeah. I can't remember which one, I think it's a BBC one as well. Um, yeah, he's like shooting his and he's just like smashing through rolls and it's so yeah. easy and like, and then he opens yeah. up all these suitcases that he has just, they're just full of lacquers. Like literally they're just <laughs> full of lacquers. I was like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and he's like so nonchalant about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Baxter or Monica? Oh, you can't make me decide between them. <laughs> I make, I make everybody do this unless they don't have a pet. And then I'm like, oh, damn. You make everyone decide between yep. Baxter and Monica. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, between the, the pet and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know. I can't I don't know. I can't decide. That's yeah, okay. They're both great. They're both great. Reasons. Okay, all right. They have different different qualities, human human yeah. qualities and dog qualities. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. This this one is admittedly, this one is from my partner because I've okay. never seen any Star Wars movies at all and I don't uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I don't. I just don't. I don't vibe with with, with Star You're Wars. You're not even gonna watch one. That's what he says, and and then he keeps pushing. And you know, in a relationship, when someone keeps like uh, on you about something, so then you sort of don't do it because they want you to, you know, and it becomes like a no. Thing. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> Would you watch the Last Jedi a hundred times to save Caleb's life? <laughs> yeah. You would. <laughs> that seems like a small price to pay for not having like one of my best <laughs> friends die. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, so I wasn't sure how much you hated that. Uh, Cause isn't that, that's like the hated star Wars movie, right? Um, yeah. It, a lot of people didn't like it. I, I don't know. I didn't really like it, but it's not like 
terrible. It, it's not like you want Caleb to die because, yeah, because of it. I'd rather have Caleb around, <laughs> honestly. If it means I have to spend like what a thousand hours watching that movie, then sure. Okay. Oh, you're you're a good friend. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you'd say. Um, this sounds like an odd one, but I feel like you do talk a little bit about not serial killers specifically, but you kind of make mm-hmm. dark jokes. So who yeah. would you choose out of Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy? I actually don't know too much about serial killers. Maybe I should. Oh, really? It seems like research. something you would. Yeah. Like it's like a kind of yeah. morbid sort of curiosity. Um, Ted Bundy's the one that like Zach Efron played, right? Yeah. He was like handsome that, and yeah, killed yes. a lot of women. Yeah. 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 That's him. Yeah. That was a good, uh, I enjoyed that series. Yeah. And Jeffrey Dahmer is the guy that ate people. Yes. And there was a movie about him not too long ago as well. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. He's the one that ate people. Yep. <laughs> so take your pick. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> the answer seems so obvious. Um, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I had neither. I don't know. Oh, but prob- that's probably the, uh, you know, the, the, the sensible, the sensible answer. Yeah, I wasn't, that's I wasn't a, sure that's a no those. win question. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, PC or console like for gaming. PC. Yeah. PC? 100%. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why are you in a different camp? I that's also from my partner pretty much. Cause I don't, okay. uh, I, I don't, I don't. Is he PC game. or console? Um, I think he used to be PC, but now he has like no time. So he doesn't yeah. do, do any of it pretty much because he's got, yeah. and he said that he like is actually happy about it because he feels like, you know, since we've had a child, it's like there's other things to be thinking about that aren't, that are like, like you your know, computer like, breaking like, down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh-huh. like, you know, having to put in like an amount of hours into a game and stuff like that. So, um, oh, okay. Like, yeah. He said he'd rather do, be doing like cr- creative stuff. Um, yeah. So now he just occasionally plays like switch or something. So I just, yeah. Every time I try to, I try to play video games, but every time I try, like, I feel like I should be editing or doing work mm, or something. Yeah. Uh, like the I guilt. Like I haven't earned my time. Mm, I know what you mean. Yes. I, I feel that totally. Uh, horror or comedy, like as genres horror i feel like a lot of comedy movies don't really hit the nail on the head yeah but there's a lot of interesting things you can do with horror i think mm. that haven't been done yet and totally stuff yeah like that. yeah 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 there's a lot of new sort of well i suppose they're not new anymore but um like like the guy that did like the witch and um yeah. like midsummer and that and then um even quite a while ago now uh that movie it follows oh yeah that was great. The soundtrack to that was also really, that was great, yeah. oh, so great. Love that soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and that movie was really, really cool. Yeah. 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 There's a lot to be done with horror. I think it's a really like underrated, like people have like a one dimensional idea of yeah. what, it, you know, like what it is like scream or like all those sorts of things, but like, yeah, yeah, there's so much to be done for sure. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Yep. A lot of um, potential. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you had a time machine, what like era or event or whatever would you go back to and photograph? Mm. Go back to? I can't go forward into the future. Uh, I guess you can do that if you have a time machine. Yeah, I always think of like you know go 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 back, but yeah, you could go yeah. you could go forward. It's your time machine, so you know. I don't know. That's a tough question. It is. It kind of takes a little bit of like time to think about probably. It's not really a speed round question. I don't know what I'm doing on my own podcast. I've, maybe uh, the industrial revolution in America 
I feel like it would smell like shit like everywhere because they were taking shortcuts on everything. But like, yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of a cool time to photograph, especially if we had like modern day technology to photograph it, you know? Mm, yeah, 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 for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome answer. Yeah. What about um, you? You have to answer these two. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. I was like so focused on probably, um, yeah, probably like I'd go back to like the, like the sixties or the seventies, just cause I really liked I mean, that like aesthetic and the way people looked and dressed and the interiors of, of things. Like I find I'm often mm-hmm. looking for that now. And I feel like we're yeah. all, we're all looking for like that really nostalgic, like, you know, feel, but um, yeah, things like, you know, wall- wallpaper and stuff that just seems oh, yeah. so kind of like, you know, like people don't do that like anymore or um, like yeah. my, I spend a lot of time with, with my, with my nan like my grandma she's 96 and i just oh wow it's so weird when like she's with my son because he's one and i'm like there's literally like a century almost between yeah. you wow and you're both existing in the same world and i have this like whoa moment um yeah and just i think about all the things she's seen and yeah. um she was showing me some old polaroids the other day that you know um were taken like of her friends and stuff and just like the patterns of their dresses and you know just i don't know it's just like everything seemed um more more interesting and sort of photo photographable back then but i'm not Mm. sure if you know in 30 years time like my son will be like oh look at that photo the early 2000s yeah like really because it seems really like you know like shit and vapid but then Mm. but then you look at like you look at things like um if you watch a movie and it's like a flip phone or something mm. like that looks really like oh wow like remember that kind of thing because things are moving yeah. so fast but that doesn't have the same uh nice aesthetic kind of feel to it as yeah yeah i get know? what you mean yeah the design wasn't like wasn't there it's was just they kind of just pushed out whatever mm. yeah 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 i was yep. watching a movie that had like a razor flip phone and i was like i don't miss that at all no 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 not at all but like at the time it was like so cool and, oh yeah uh, you know so it's um yeah it's it's interesting how fast things are moving now because yeah. things look older like quick quicker if that makes sense uh-huh. yeah yeah um okay stanley kubrick or david lynch uh kubrick yeah. i think i thought you would have picked kubrick yeah it's just so so much of his work is uh you know classic mm. Yeah. Yeah. So same with David Lynch, but his is a very, uh, very art house too, you know? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a bit more like kind of off. A little off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere over here. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Kubrick's more, um, yeah, very, very classic. And he was very, from what I understand, he was very particular and he was a real perfectionist and he was real crazy on lenses and yeah, like all that kind of stuff. So I, th- I thought that you would choose him. I guess his work is just more digestible than David Lynch's is, mm. yeah, in my opinion. That that's that's true. Yeah, very true. Do you have a favorite Kubrick film? Uh, or do you struggle to? I guess The Shining is probably the one I've seen the most. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I so like good. um, I like Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. I, I I like that. I think it's like real weird and um, like so, like you were saying before, like surreal. Like yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, beer or liquor? uh neither lately oh, I kinda, really yeah i just like i'm 30 so i just instantly get a hangover if i yeah. drink one beer it yep. sucks 
Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I've kind of like stopped unless I'm like not doing anything the next day and I know it's just going to be terrible. But yep. um, I guess beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I would say beer too. Yeah. We don't yeah. really drink much anymore because I'm, I'm almost 30. Uh, mm. So I'm in the same boat as you uh and yeah. we have a child that wakes up at like 5 a.m so it's just not worth it but but i like i'll have a beer like you know like one beer like in the afternoon or something on the weekend and that's nice to decompress yeah 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 take the edge off um okay i'm not sure if you're gonna choose either one of these but seinfeld or curb your enthusiasm if you're I don't really yeah i don't really watch either of those okay interesting um are you, I, I, I was going to ask you American office or British office. I don't know if you've seen like the, the show, the office. Yeah. Um, the American ones the, was my favorite for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the British one, uh, but my family are British. So I oh, feel okay. sometimes feel more aligned with that sense of humor, <laughs> which is like totally different to like American humor. But I think they did a really yeah. good job with the office because it's kind of like a different show. Like yeah. they made it their own. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did a good job with it. Yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, you, you said that you've listened to the other podcasts. Um, so I'm not sure if you got to the end. And this is a question I ask everybody. Uh, and it's probably hard for you to answer because you don't really know my partner, but I only do it to make people feel awkward, like when they have to choose between their partner and their pet. Um, mm-hmm. but like Lux or Lucy, like me, me or my partner. Um, and I kind of figured that you would just choose me because you know me and then I can oh. add, add it to my tally of people that have chosen chosen me. <laughs> I don't know. Your partner sounds pretty cool. He, he, he makes music and uh, he likes Star Wars. And uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's got a lot of things going for him. Yeah. Um, you guys are kind of similar in your uh, like he I'm super chatty and bubbly. And like I was saying, high energy. He's very. Uh, you know very kind of one one level chilled uh doesn't doesn't yeah. talk anywhere near as much as i do which is good for me so he's got yeah. the beard too and he's I got think. a beard yes yeah. he has a beard too yep there's a lot of yeah you guys i think you've i think you've chosen him so i'll just go ahead and uh get rid of that 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 mark on the no i don't have it i don't <laughs> i don't really have a tally um but yeah that's that's it those are all my um all my questions and okay. i mean i could literally just go on talking to you but i know you've got a lot of editing to do and um always probably other stuff to get on with but um is there anything else that you wanted to like add or uh let anybody like know like do you have anything exciting kind of coming up for the channel or just any like in general mm, i wish no uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay uh no i don't know i I'm working on a video right now that I think is pretty cool, but um, that won't be out until this Thursday. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, not really. Yeah. yeah. Not that's much okay. going on over here. That's okay. I feel like you're doing like plenty with what you're putting out there on YouTube and um, yeah, I love, I love watching your videos and uh, yeah, people, people love you, Jason. They, they just love you and they love your channel and they love Backstar and cool. um, yep. <laughs> Are you going to do another, another year of uploading? Uh, I am. Yes. But I'm going to yeah. drop back to, um, uh, fortnightly or like every two, right. two weeks. Um, I'm going to, it's a way uh, to do it. Yeah. It's, it's too hard to, it's like a hamster wheel of yeah. just like content creation. Um, and I'm hoping to focus more on the podcast as well. Cause, okay. um, I've had a lot of really nice feedback and I really enjoy, 
you know, like this isn't this this is nice to be able to talk to like, you know, film shooters like yourself mm-hmm. who, you know, maybe I've talked to you occasionally on Instagram, but it's nice to like properly sit down and um yeah, I'd like to get some other kind of guests on, like maybe other people who are into music or mm-hmm. um branch out into those kind of areas other than just just specifically photography because yeah. I'm really interested in the peripherals of mm-hmm. photography like more so. So um yeah, yeah. Caleb uh I feel like Caleb's pretty inspired by music. So that mm. might be Yes, I have him on my list yeah. of um people to ask. And um yeah, I enjoyed talking with him like a couple of weeks back when he was helping me out with something. So yeah, I'll definitely get him on. I've listened to him on podcasts before and he's talked about movies too. Yeah. Um and talking about like yeah moving to LA and how he always wanted to be there because it was like, oh, that's where the movies happen. And that's how I feel about LA. Like I've really got LA on a pedestal in that way. So do you, do you shoot a lot of Lomography film? Uh, Not a lot. I wouldn't say Um, Mm. I've shot like purple, which I thought was cool. I shot it like at night with the flash and it came out real kind of wacky. Uh, And I just shot Metropolis. Um, But yeah, I, I don't shoot a lot of it, but it's more just like, it's not, um, always available i guess and oh, i try and okay. buy like bricks of film yeah because it's cheaper and i'm you know i don't necessarily know if i want a brick of, of the experimental films or a lot totally. of them you know what i mean so yeah um but yeah why, why do you ask uh the gm for lamography usa uh birgit she's um she's really cool and uh she is also somebody i've talked to a little bit about like music inspiring their work a little bit um okay cool yeah I don't know I'm just throwing out ideas no no that's great I love it um I I've I've uh listened to her on I think analog talk before um but it's mostly been about like lobography and like the business side of it and it hasn't really been about her kind of specifically or like yeah what inspires her so um yeah yeah, and I wanted to get Chris from photo department on too because he I know he used to be in a band and he plays guitar and like that kind of stuff. So he's like a music yeah. man. So, um, yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. 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 I, think, I like yeah. him. Yeah. He's cool. I like him. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, cool. Well, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, wrap it up, but thank you so much for coming on Jason. I really um, appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for, uh, figuring out all the date and time. I know it's I know it's so hard I'm trying to figure out one with someone in England and it's like that's even worse (laughs) yeah 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 for sure okay Okay. all right okay thanks Jason all right bye all right guys so that was my chat with Jason um I feel like my speed round questions were a little awkward and kind of off to be honest I'll be sure to leave out the uh choose which serial killer is your favorite question with my next guest and maybe just Leave the uh, dark humor to Jason from uh, now on. Um, Jason and I have since spoken and he said that he is uh, busy editing away and uh, listening to Apollo by Brian Eno, um, which is something we talked about in the chat. And Lux and I have listened to a few tracks from Jason's favorite album, um, favorite Lord Huron album. So yeah, I love swapping um, music, movies, ideas, and thoughts like this. It's obviously better if you can do it in person and actually physically swap those things, but virtually is still really great as well. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a review or a rating over on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show to get found. 
by more people. So if you do have time, please do that. And um, yeah, links to everything that Jason does, if you don't already know, which I'm sure you do, are in the show notes. And yeah, next up I have Matthew Murray of Matt Loves Cameras, a good friend and fellow film shooter, fellow podcaster. Um, yeah, so I'm excited f- to release that one as well and got lots more guests lined up. I am so enjoying this podcast adventure. Um, yeah, and thank you to everybody who's supported me along the way and um, thank you for tuning in and listening and be sure to follow the podcast so you get notified when there are new interviews up and have a great day, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>